We three from GP, Ran Tuck, Tommy B, broadcasting live on your frequency, giving you updates on these Georgia streets. These are voices for the people that don't get to speak. Issues, black news, the conversation's deep. Shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat. iPods, Androids, or your laptop. These boys swinging for the fence, saying lie. Then came a long way from being homies on the block. From Afros and Braids, and now they at the top. You want facts? This is where I get them from. GP3, RTT at gmail.com. Send them feedback, and they'll be sure to send a response. I gotta go now. The show starts in 3, 2, 1. Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, damn, it's a lonely, lonely, lonely room today. Uh, <laughs> not, not, not too lonely. Uh, I got Millennial Nick, Nick here. Uh, Tommy hey. is, is in the house, uh, you know, and, and uh, the, the fellas just kind of called out, called in sick, man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, not really sick. They, they each had some things going on, but... But you know, millennial. Hi. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Yeah, millennial. Millennial's doing this from a remote location. Millennial, I gotta play something. You won't be able to hear it, but they will. Uh-huh. But I gotta, okay. I gotta play this, and I'm, no, go I'm, ahead. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and play this because the fact that they're not here is mysterious. Because this was heard on another podcast, so I'm gonna go ahead and play it right now. So Nick. Uh, I'll let you know when it's done. So just kind of hang on, okay? All right. That's fine. And oh, speaking of guys, uh, GP3, we've already called you out. And you we've have already not you had responded. not responded. Yeah, because they scurred. Talk to Charlie, all right? But he let us know that you know you guys must be scared. Of you must be scared. So we're gonna call you again. Swerve. What's that one? What's the guy that's probably really scared of me? Because I will give it to um, him. Oh god. Oh. I will give this it to you, right boo. Oh, you can goodness. get it. You can get it. Wow. You know what? If you want some, come get some. Wow. If you don't want none, Whatever. don't get none. Okay. Ran. 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 Come on, Ran. What you want, ran. boo? What you want, boo? Oh, oh my Lord. goodness, girl. Shut up. Look at look at one, two. Okay. In in, in T way. We are so excited to be with you guys. So we just really want you to come on. You know, this is no win. This win. We got our guns cocked. Uh, We're ready. We're ready. And guys, you guys got to tune in for this. I wish there's a way we could do it live or whatever. Well, we might do a Facebook Live, too. So you we never know. We can do Facebook yeah. Live. We can do Facebook Live. So we're going to make a call. But now it's on here like this. I'm a right, little too right. natural for y'all. Y'all ain't ready yet. Y'all ain't Whoa. And that's all I got to say. That's all. That's all I got to say, millennial. You didn't hear it, but mysteriously, these ladies dropped that podcast yesterday, and 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 I started to get texts like, "I can't come in. I ain't gonna be here. Uh, uh, you're gonna have to hold it down last minute." So um, I know they're listening. Yeah, I know they're listening. So I just wanted to put that out there. So y'all, listeners of the podcast. I just wanted y'all to know I'm here. <laughs> I'm I'm right here, and they. Ain't I got here. drafted into it. <laughs> you got drafted in. He called, he yeah. called me. Something went up. Hey, well, I, I appreciate you jumping <laughs> in, man. But but I no, unfortunately I know you're in a remote location. You couldn't hear that. But remote location. <laughs> audio, you know exactly unknown where I am. location. <laughs> hey, man, let's jump right into it. Um, you know what? No, no specific order. I'm just gonna like go through some topics. No, it's been a week. Yeah, it has been, and you know, it's a week every week. I mean, you know, it, it, it's 
It's uh, if you're a comedian and a news person, you got a whole lot of it's a week. content material. First thing, man, what's up with I call it the re and D. It's uh, Aretha oh. Franklin and Dion Warwick beef. Oh, God bless the the, the senior citizens AARP plus beef. What's up yes. with that, man? What, what, what t- have- can you can you now? Some folks may have already heard about it, but but man, oh, fill them okay. in. What, what what is what is it all about? What what happened? What's going on? Oh, it was about a comment that Dion Warwick made um, about Whitney Houston and Aretha Franklin. Um, I don't have the exact quote, but basically Aretha Franklin said a fax to Dion Warwick. <laughs> a, oh, like, wow. A real life, right, a real life fax. And she... Um, and you know they old when they send Houston, fax. Yeah. No email. Houston I'm going to send libel. a fax. <laughs> wow. right. And you know what I think it was? Um, I think it was what? the funeral. Uh, at, yeah, at Whitney's funeral, Dion Warwick mentioned that uh, Aretha Franklin was. Oh, she wasn't there. That's right. Yes, yeah, she wasn't there, there for so one. Warwick, Warwick, right? Yeah. Warwick said she loves Whitney as if she were born to born to her. She is her godmother. Yeah, and she's not her godmother. Mm-hmm. Right. She, she's not her godmother. So right. um, it was, I guess, <laughs> never cleared up. <laughs> And yeah. Aretha took it personal. She took it to heart. Yeah, and, this was, but keep in mind, this was about five years ago. Five years ago, but Aretha has not let it go. No. So, you know, this is up in the news. It's a big deal, I guess, because. Uh, well, I mean, know. the Whitney Houston biopic is coming out okay. real soon. Okay. But it's already out in uh, Tribeca. Yeah. So why is it rele- um, why is it relevant again? Why is it relevant? Oh, why is it relevant? Yeah, why did it come up again? Because it's it's all over, you know, it's all over Twitter, all over all over social media. Yeah, I just I just saw it one day and I was like, what the heck? Yeah, so <laughs> right the beef of the um, the beef of the the you know the the AARP oh, beef. So yeah, there we yeah. go. Well, um, well, apparently, um, oh, I said, no, I was right. Apparently, they were um at the screening for the movie. Ah. Um that's and then Dion Warwick kind of walked up and said, Hey, give me a hug. And then Franklin said, Oh hell no, you can't be serious. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I mean and no, the, actually um actually it was for sorry it was for the film um Clive Davis, the soundtrack of our lives. That's it. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. That's why it's relevant. Because they were they yeah. were all there. They were all under Clive. So that's why. Right. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, now it makes sense. Right. Because I'm wondering, I'm oh, like, what are no. they talking about? Okay, that's why. Right. All right, cool. All right. Ja Rule, man, what's up with the 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 the, the thing in, in the Fire Festival? The Caribbean, F-Y-R-E. the Bahamas? What happened Bahamas. to that? What was that all about? It was uh-huh. his and some organizers, right? They tried to do something, put it together. And it was basically it was, No, go ahead. Basically it was a um it was an event. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be a very um, elitist, um, millennial kind of appealing festival. Um, Not at six figures. How much? Six right, figures. Basically, no. Some people. Well, some people were paying up to about twelve k. Twelve k for tickets. Was it just twelve k for tickets? But I heard no. Were, it was there was yeah. a, it was a range, but it was basically like you needed money to be able to pay. Okay. They basically, um, I just saw, I finally saw like a story of it on like Snapchat where they had the whole videos playing. Um, some people, various um, clips of people, like there was a, um, there was a moment like they got all these kids, took them on a plane. Okay. Like they actually flew them on a private plane mm-hmm. to an island 
outside of like Miami, Bahamas area, like a private island, okay. had them, um, you know, basically they had the whole nine yards as far as like, you know, transportation. They took a bus and then it was advertised as basically going to be this elite sort of like um, just just high class millennial, like models everywhere, perfect for your Instagram kind of posts, whatever you want to call it, you know, that kind of um, high life, you know, you had even had celebrities like Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid, who, um, you know, advertise the event like the um the set list on um, the headliner was supposed to be like blink 182 yeah yeah <laughs> but basically john rule had a he had a foot in it a little more than the foot in it actually but basically it turned out that it it basically turned into the hunger games yeah um it was people there there's an article that came out where one um of the organizers basically said it was doomed from the start mm. and basically um yeah new york magazine i worked at fire festival it was always going to be a disaster well let me let me um, let me read I'll, I'll tell you what and oh I, yeah I I see, well, and i see ticket yeah i see tickets costing from 1k to about almost 125k yeah 125k um, but, people were paying like paying yeah. for portions of the island or something. Right. Get their own Something. Eye. And yeah. it, it, yeah. it basically turned out to, it was completely understaffed, under everything. Um, the tents were essentially aid relief tents mm. that were left over. Wow. <laughs> um, the food, wow. like there's somebody, somebody sort of shared a picture of food and it turned out to be like a, two slices of bread and some cheese. Wow. Like peanut butter um, and nanas. But they had alcohol. <laughs> they had alcohol, plenty of alcohol. They had alcohol. But, but here's what I was reading. I was reading in Huffington Post, and, and Huffington uh-huh. said, um, you know, Ja Rule saying it's not his fault, and he's heartbroken it's not my by fault. it. <laughs> it's my fault. Uh, he named the Fire Festival, uh, well, f- reports that his luxury uh, music festival right. called the Fire Festival, located on a remote and private island in the Bahamas, had essentially, right. uh, they call it, descended into Lord of the Flies, like chaos. Right. Um, right. There's there. I saw tweets about people um, like send help. I can't find my stuff. Wow. Um, people have resorted to people resorted to looting mentality. Like, <laughs> wow. But just people. But people. But the Joe. The people been cracking up at the fact that Job ja Rule got all Job ja Rule and these models, these Instagram models, got all of these rich millennials to give up their weekends. And basically, be flown out with bl- essentially with blindfolds on, and basically left them stranded on an island. Now, millennial, what I'm seeing is tickets in the Huffington Post. Now, you're, uh-huh. I mean, they were talking like five thousand to two hundred and fifty thousand that people well, people paid, and and you can see the pictures, you can see the tent. Uh, it's on the Huffington Post blog. Somebody took a, that picture of cheese mm. and bread. And a little bit of salad. Yeah, the cheese and bread. Uh-huh. And, and the tents. I mean, it was it was bad, man. It was it was, no, it was bad. And and you know, people are talking suing. I mean, they're they're uh really positioning themselves to sue it. That's the next uh-huh. phase. So why right. deep. That is deep, man. I mean, it's deep. I just I just uh I just wanna see uh the fallout. We're just gonna have to wait for the movie. Documentary, oh, the special, documentary, the special, the, 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 the HBO, HBO's HBO movie, Fire Festival, traumatized <laughs> rich white millennials go to an island. Um, but honestly, I mean, I've just the only yeah. story on Twitter that tops this for me. Yeah, like this is the Zola story. I don't know if you know about that. No, what is that? No, no, that I mean, it's an old. It's old. It came out like a couple years ago. It's a story about this girl who was friends with this stripper, and then she they went to Florida. For the weekend, and it turn it just it turns into a mess. 
But if you want another crazy, if you want, if you want another crazy Twitter story, look up the Zola story because wow. this is on par. The with Zola it in terms is that spelled Z Z O L A Z O L A Z O L A. It was Zola crazy. Story. It just reminds this whole craziness, just the viralness of the story, just reminds me of that. I guess. Um, hey man. But anyway, Fire Festival. Yep. Insane. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, Serena Williams, man, I, I couldn't believe. I'm tired. This. I am tired of the way that people are talking about Serena Williams. What was this about? I mean, okay, go, go ahead. Now, now, here's the deal. Frame <laughs> the story, uh, Serena, and we talked about it. I think in last week's show, uh, Serena. Right. Uh, they, I guess it's been determined. Of course, she's pregnant, but she was pregnant right. during the uh, Australian Open. And yeah. and now like you see that right. Anti abortion advocates are calling for Serena to be stripped of her Grand Slam title claiming I mean, that's, fetal that's personhood. A, what is that what is that all about? That's crazy. Means she was unfairly advantaged with the fetus. The fetus gave her an I'm unfair a, I'm advantage. gonna make sure that's not fake. But hold up, like that's I mean if that headline is true, I yeah. mean what the that what can't be heck? right. But uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I saw that floating around. I was like, mm. "No, you sent but, me um, that." But but yeah, is that, that fake like, news? Mm. Is that from Russia? <laughs> I hope Probably. not. But the, I hope but the real. The, yeah, I hope that's not true. But the real story um, is that guy whose name I cannot pronounce. Um, Ili, I L I E. Baby Dad. Cassie. Is it, you know what I'm talking about? Wait a minute. I, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. No, go oh, ahead. What? No, not her oh, baby daddy saying, though, right? No, 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 no. It's some, it's some, um, some tennis coach, um, basically made some insensitive remarks about, um, the look of the baby, whatever, um, the baby's gonna look like. Oh no! You know, maybe you know, um, let's see what color it has. Oh. You know, so it, it's just stuff. It's stuff that you know, you know. I, I mean, know, I just, I hope it, the baby can. looks like Serena and not like the dude because, oh, <laughs> you know, oh, but anyway, no, I, no. I'll leave it at that. But anyway, yeah, but anyway, yeah. um, yeah, just the kind of comments and, uh, well, there was an article about, you know, whether she had an advantage of being pregnant. It's just, it's just ridiculous stuff yeah, that's that crazy. Serena, you know, Serena Williams is GOAT. Mm-hmm. We don't have to talk. We don't have to sit here and talk about this because she, we know she's goat. Yeah, she, <laughs> she knows she she's is. the greatest of all time. But mm-hmm. it's just kind of ridiculous to see. Well, first of all, she didn't even um, she didn't even mean to say that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she apparently that was an accident of her like sending that on Snapchat. Yeah. But um, but yeah, just just I'm I mean, you can just look at the reaction. Yeah. The the um, word is she hit the wrong button. Um, yeah. When, and and it sent the. Whatever the, the 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 Snapchat went viral, it went public versus uh, right. messaging. She was trying to message it direct, and it went out to everybody. Right. So she started getting on yeah, those it's texts. It's easy and, to hit that. It's oh, easy yeah. to hit that my story. But yeah, but honestly, it just I don't know. Um, mm. I don't know. It's just the kinds of articles out there, and then um, I mean that baby's gonna have the baby's probably already gonna be better than Maria Sharapova. Anyway. <laughs> baby is gonna so, come out better. So cool, right. man. Cool. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, real quick, and, and I don't—I know you didn't—I know you didn't watch the any of the, the draft. You probably didn't, uh, but it was, um, it was well, draft. Well, the biggest news I saw was um, and and hang know, on because it's—I mean, I, every time I pull up oh, one okay. of these articles, you might get some audio jump out because I'm pulling up the recent. No, let me let me let me pause this real quick. There we go. Okay. 
uh, I was pulling up a an article uh, from Sports uh-huh. Illustrated that kind of talks about the they trade the second okay, overall pick. Hang on, see, I knew it was going to do that. There we go. Um, I'm looking at the article that kind of goes through. Uh, how they, they're grading the teams, and you you can see it. Oh, okay. You're looking at my screen. Yeah, I see it. Uh, Arizona got an A minus for uh, mm-hmm. they they drafted uh, a linebacker, Hanson Reddick, um, which I'm not going to go you know it's, too it's much into detail. Um, and what I'm I'm glad to see the Falcons the Falcons uh, got a really good pick, man. Uh, they needed right. a pass rush. Uh, this dude McKinley. Uh, uh, and I, I think it's Tack. Is Tack McKinley? Hmm. Uh, okay. Is gonna give it to him. Uh, they they moved up. They made a good move, and and I'm glad uh-huh. to hear it. And they they got a grade of B from Sports right. Illustrated. Uh, Baltimore Ravens got an A minus uh, for their draft. And let's see who's the guy they drafted here. What's his name? You see it, Nick? You see it, Millennial? I'm trying to think. Uh, upgrade the defense. He spent four picks, blah, 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 outside linebacker. So he, anyway, bottom line is, uh, they got, they got a, you still there? Okay. Let's, let's get millennial is coming back. Y'all. So hang on. Uh, Buffalo bills got an, uh, an a minus. Um, I'm letting millennial back in. If y'all hear that noise, oh, sorry. All right, no problem. Carolina Panthers got a B plus. Uh, then you start going downhill. Chicago Bears, uh, C minus. Well, okay, Cincinnati Bengals. Their draft got an A minus. Bottom line is our team and Millennial. You still there? I'm still here. Okay. Yes, yeah, uh, there's a lot of activity on the screen. And, yeah. Bottom line yeah. is, uh, you know, you could you could check it out, man. But it's uh, you know basically uh, Sports Illustrated did a draft of. Um, they did. Sure they did a. Right. They graded the Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch is moving to Oakland, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's and, the biggest news I've heard. I saw that. And, you know, I, like, I guess it's because it's Marshawn. Uh, uh, it, it's Lynch. You know, he just yeah. brings he just brings craziness to the game. So, you know, good yeah. for him. I'm happy for him. Um, you know, I think uh, he's going. He's going without a doubt. Uh, you know, bring some. You know, bring some much needed color back to the game, not in colors in black, but you know, just craziness. I mean, people love it, man. So, all right. Um, I'm gonna play this millennial and you keep going in and out. So hang on. I'm gonna play this, uh, millennial. You're not going to be able to hear it, but, um, I'm gonna go ahead and, and play this. This is from MSNBC. And then we're going to go into some Trump news. Basically, this is uh, from Trump's interview with Reuters. Talks about how. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and play this. Okay. I have to play for you and you in particular uh, this extraordinary, let's just put it that way, interview, the latest interview Donald Trump did with Reuters tonight. And he talks about, you know, president and being hard to use sort of a Bushism. Let's take a listen. I loved my previous life. I loved my previous life. I had so many things going. I. I I actually, this is more work than in my previous life. I thought it would be easier. I thought it was more of a, I'm a details-oriented person. I think you would say that. But I do miss my old life. This, I like to work, so that's not a problem. But this is actually more work. Dana, he thought being president would be easy, easier? 
I don't. Well, you know, Joy, I think we can all empathize here because uh, having Donald Trump as president has been hard on all of us. Uh, so we can certainly understand where he's coming from. But it is remarkable. We have this from the Reuters interview, and then a week ago he's telling the Associated Press, "Wow, the federal government is so big. It's bigger than a company. Um, it's just like this marvelous, magical discovery uh, that Donald Trump is having." But he does seem to be wistful and wishing uh, to return to his, his old job. And I, I suspect that could be arranged. <laughs> that is funny. Bottom line is, um, how do you feel when you hear, man, uh, the leader of the free world talking about how it's harder than he thought it would be? What, 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 oh, I mean, what was your what was your reaction when you first heard that word? Somebody, somebody please buy Hillary Clinton a nice bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a trip to a, wherever she wants to go. Why do you say? <laughs> Why do you say that? Like man? How, it's just it's it's a every time I hear something like that, I just imagine her sitting with the, the curb your enthusiasm music. Yeah, you know the womp 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 womp, womp and just kind of like <laughs> I don't know, just just, just walking through know, New York. Say, every you know, I'm I'm gonna take a quote from um, I know I keep sending you those Teen Vogue articles because um, what's her name, Lauren Duca? She's a you know, journalist, she works for um, Teen Vogue, and she had a really strong quote mm-hmm. um, in her most recent article. Um, and she basically said that all the alarms have been sounded already. And, yeah. I, it, and that's exactly right. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. It's been 100 days. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of hard to criticize him when I have the same criticism every time that he says something crazy. Yeah. yeah. Especially something like this, like he's, he's not ready. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we know that. But people voted for him anyway. I'm... Um, I'm just more disappointed with people that voted for him in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what it, 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 and, and, you know, again, we take the show on Sunday. So, right. uh, you know, last night, Saturday night was the, um, uh, the Philadelphia rally, the, which, the rally in Pennsylvania. Harris, and, yeah. Harrisburg. Yeah. Yeah. Versus Harrisburg, yeah. the, uh, white house correspondence dinner. So, you know, he did that in lieu of the white house correspondence dinner. So, okay. So, okay. So if, if you look at what was going on with the white house correspondence dinner and, right. and you look at what was going on the rally, it really was. Uh-huh. I mean, people uh, talked about the fact that uh, Gergen, uh, you know, who David Gergen, David Gergen who's actually uh-huh. uh, David Gergen uh, has been on with multiple administrations, Republican and democratic uh-huh. administration. Right. And he said it was probably one of the most divisive speeches he's heard by a sitting president in his lifetime. Mm. He's been around a long time. Right. He's said a whole lot. Right. And, no, and then you had that now. going on. Then you had the White House Correspondents' Dinner, which was, I mean, it got pretty brutal. I ain't going to lie to you. I mean, I think yeah. a lot of it, quite frankly, is warranted because now, you know, they're just throwing, they're throwing rocks. They're throwing stones at each other. So. Right. You know, I think, you know, instead of the country really coming together, you got a lot of divisiveness. People are pulling apart uh, because his fan base, his base is at 96 percent approval. And he's got the worst overall approval almost in the history and for anybody in the first hundred days in in history. So go ahead. But I, I keep I keep making this analogy. He's he's basically, you know, it's enough to say he's a reality star president. We know that. But what's so devastating or what's so strong about his support base is they're basically a bunch of stands. Yeah. They're basically like stands running around. Like you say something bad. It's like, 
I mean, I've said this before. It's like worse than the beehive. You say something bad about Trump and all these people will just come out of nowhere and like, well, how dare you? Like, how dare you say that? Like, and it's 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 a tricky, you know, it's a tricky water to navigate. People are taking sides. But honestly, um, the hardest part really is for anybody trying to convince these people. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where to start. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it, I mean, I don't I mean, honestly, if it comes down to because I mean, it's just it's funny to see the people that would have never. The people that said that they don't believe in what he is doing yeah. are supporting him wholeheartedly. Bottom line is you've got the White House correspondence dinner going on on one side. You got the uh-huh. rally going on on the other side. Right. Uh, it, it, it was just, in my opinion, you know, looking at it, it was it was just kind of a, uh, I don't know, man, a representation of how divided the country is. And, Absolutely. And, and, and you know, when when um, all that goes on, he's one of the, I guess, first presidents in a long time to even skip that dinner. Uh, Nixon right. didn't want to go. He hated the press, but he went. Sure. And, oh, um, well, we know why Nixon hated the press. Yeah, of course. But he <laughs> uh-huh. went, you right. know what I mean? And, and went anyway. he went anyway. Right. And, and my point is, uh, it's difficult for, uh, you know, people, I think when, and I'm just going to say this from, you know, because, uh, you know, candidly, I, I just don't think there's the right candidate out there. And I don't think we had the the perfect candidate running uh, in 2016. But I will say, I know what you're about to say, but I'm going to jump in and say, I think with Trump, a lot of his problems, the problems that exist for Trump now that he's complaining about, he created uh, the problems. He created every single the, one. The, the narrative. Especially the narrative, the divisiveness. All he created it. it. A lot of the Earth things Earth. he said and he's initiated are things right. that have created this a is, lot these of the are climate. His rip, these are these are his ripples on the pond yes. that he's dealing with. And and, and that's why it's it, it's frustrating if if you watch and you know what I guess government is capable of and you just don't see it happening and you get frustrated. You know right. when you hear him complain, what you are hearing him complain about people not being fair. But right. I always go back to the fact that, dude, you it's said like, oh, yeah, you started exactly. the fire. Right. You started right. the fire. Like, <laughs> right. He's like, it's not nothing like this. Like the media's rigged. It's not fair. Well, you're the one on the media stirring up all this stuff. You started and the fire. You started everything. And, you know, and that's and, you know, it's it's not unlike people like him mm-hmm. to shift blame. Yeah. But I was going I was going to say that. Um. Yeah. I, I was going to say Obama wasn't a perfect candidate either. I no, think. Um. I'm just saying I like as much as I like Obama, I think the reason Obama was able to be successful in 2008 and 2012 is because the GOP wasn't able to put up somebody strong enough. And a lot of a lot of the chips in the 08 election and a lot of the chips in 12 election, um, besides the 20 besides the 2010 midterms, Mm -hmm. that that was a disaster for Democrats. Um, But um, what made him such what made him successful? I ultimately got into the office. I, I feel like the the GOP shot themselves in the foot over and over again. Yeah, Sarah yeah. Palin, John McCain, Sarah Palin, um, just just disorganization. A so, lot of so, that. So and really, and, and, and they didn't come with, and they didn't come with a strong narrative. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I just not just I just you know what I just realized the Democrats in the reason why Democrats are struggling. Um, like they weren't struggling in you know in a way is because they don't have a narrative now. But somehow, Trump is just shaking up any any semblance of a narrative <laughs> in that way. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if you really if you really think about the reason why he continues to go unchecked, 
is because I think the Democrats are finding themselves in the same position that Republicans were eight years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lack of a narrative, um, not being not united. Um, you're sorry to see the Democrats fracture in the way that the GOP fractured with the Tea Party. Um, but again, back to Trump, it's just it, it's been a devastating hundred days for a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. Um, but um, if we really want to keep moving forward, the hardest thing, to, the only the only thing to do is to stay united and have a tight narrative. Yeah. Like a, an air bottle, a bottle tight air sealed narrative. But but let me ask you this, millennial. Uh, you, you said you mentioned uh, Obama. And I'm glad you, you brought right. that up because I almost forgot about this hoopla about the, oh, the four hundred thousand right. dollars speaking fee. God, what, what, what are your, what are your thoughts on money. that? What are your Let thoughts on that? Let him make his money. Yeah. Let him make his money. Okay. Let him make his money. Well, you know, That's out of out of fairness say. to the president. Um, now, I will say, out of fairness, uh, most of the biggest stars get about a million plus. You know, the biggest uh, of the biggest. He's he's the bigger. Right. And somebody said he's the first salary, freaking black right. president. Huh? What's that? Right. First freaking first black president. Even um, the presidential salary yeah. isn't even much. Yeah. Um, relatively. Yeah. Um, it's actually pretty modest when you look at it mm-hmm. for as much as you have to do. But, um, you know, in Obama's position, I'm just, I mean, in Michelle Obama's getting paid too. And that's also somebody tried to say something about that yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I like, saw oh, that come on. Out. But I like, will say let, you know, the only thing I said about uh, what Bernie's bringing up, Bernie Sanders is is, is, is being oh critical. Uh, what's her Somebody name? Uh, and I'm not going to call her what Trump calls her. Elizabeth oh, Warren. She she Warren. is she's making right. a couple of comments. But I will say the only thing I, I, I warned Obama about was, look, man, you know, when you did what Audacity of Hope, uh, yeah. his, his, his first book. You know, when when I think there were some things where he spoke out against Wall Street, but I don't think sure. people realize that the Obama candidacy had record amounts of Wall Street money right. from the start. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it was like this right. ain't new that that he's cozy with Wall Street. He always has been, you know. So, right. And I'm not I'm not advocating for big money, but um, but, but he's Street, always this ain't this ain't been a squeaky clean candidate. No, no, look at oh, open opensecrets.org. No, his campaign was funded by a lot of people. Yep. Um but to my point, I, I mean I mean as much as I don't want to talk about big money or anything or yeah. um whole not, that's a whole nother <laughs> thing to talk about. But I think um well, when Wall Street does see that a candidate is going to do right for the country, they will give money. Yeah, and, and, I think and you know the, what? The, but, but, the, but, the the, but the double-sided part is that you will let people come out and say you shouldn't have taken it. Right. But what are you supposed to do? Koch brothers about to dump millions and millions of dollars. Like the NRA, you know, you know, as much as we say about you know Obama Wall Street, the NRA immediately endorsed Trump. Yeah. Um, and flooded money to his campaign. So special interest. But, but here's here's the other thing yeah. too, and and I think for everybody who's who's critical at this point in his career. Uh, but, he's he can't run for office again. He can't. No, he's, he's done. done. Right. And and the only person who could possibly run would be Michelle if she wants to, if she decides mm. to, or his daughters, you I know, know, his kids. How many times he said? But but he, quite frankly, it's a different position than what right. Hillary's in. If Hillary is actually an active candidate taking money, so you know he could right. take as much money and do whatever he wants going Absolutely. forward. Um, uh-huh. Now I'm not saying do whatever because you got people who follow you, got people who believe in your ideology, 
and you got to be right. careful of whatever you know your your you know people who follow you you know who what what they believe you you should be so but I I, I don't think he can do uh, he can't really do he much can't please to help. Anybody. He can't please everybody. No, he can't. So, but I will and, say and honestly, in the speech, the speech is actually uh, it was an informative speech about healthcare. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, I, I wish right now be. he he would uh, maybe be more of an advocate in. Uh, because he has so much influence in the African American community, and and right. at, I'd at like one to see point, him do more. I would because I think when he was right. president, he 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 kept saying, "I have to be president for everybody." Okay, you're no longer president, right. so I think now there's an opportunity for you to probably be more active in the African American community. Most of the African American right. community uh, organizations can't afford to pay you 400k, so right. you know as long as he takes a stand and says, "Well, okay." For Wall Street, for these big banks, this is what they're going to pay right. me. But you know what? I will always lend my voice to go in and help these communities. And that's where right. I think he can be helpful because he's seen as such a role model to his community, right. to the African-American Absolutely. community. So quite frankly, OK, if, if, if I'm going to hold his feet to the fire going forward, that's what I'm going to say. Absolutely. OK, what can you do now based on your influence? Because, you know, African-American community loves it. I mean, he is their president. No, regardless right. whether he's in office or not. Right. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Absolutely. So hopefully we'll get to see that. All right. What else you got, man? Entertainment news. What you got? What you got? Because I know you got a role. Uh, what's going on? Uh, what's big coming up in music? Oh, dear white people. Okay, on Netflix. Yeah, the TV show. I'm almost done with it. I'm two episodes. Two episodes down. I'm on what do you, what do, what do you right think now. about it so far? I didn't see um, the movie, so you gotta you gotta school. Oh, uh, the movie. Well, the movie was um. Movie was good. It wasn't like concise, but it was good. Yeah. But the TV show, um, I'm just laughing the whole time. It's good. I'm trying not to laugh. So many jokes. Um, I think it's really good. Okay. I I think that um, it's well done. Mm-hmm. I think you know, if you see like reviews for it on the internet, you're you know they're gonna be you know they're kind of gonna be like, um, oh, SJW like blah 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 blah. You know what I'm talking about? That yeah. kind of like pushback. But honestly, I the show um, it's really well done. It's about um. It's about this girl. It's actually about several people. About this girl named Sam. She's mixed, and she has a show, radio show called "Dear White People," mm-hmm. on at Winchester University, which is basically like a Harvard, Yale type Ivy League school, mm-hmm. um, basically predominantly white. Um, and basically, uh, the show revolves around this group of friends. You had Lionel, um, this little nerdy black kid with like just an uncontrolled afro. You have Troy, who's like the model model black student. You've got Coco. Okay. Um, who hangs out with the white girls all the time. So all, all the got, all the folks you so, traditionally see, technically see, yeah, at, at, a good a, a good mix of like people, that. and okay. they don't always get along. Yeah, yeah, they don't always get along. You see their differences, but the show, I think, I think the strongest point of the show is that it really talks about or explores the idea of collective outrage, uh, okay. and it kind of it kind of it kind of puts into a lens what it's like to go to a Ivy League predominant predominantly white Ivy League school. Mm-hmm. And sort of explore all these kinds of issues um, in that frame, and okay. it does a good job of sort of pointing out the um, the hypocrisies that the students face within themselves and within their own community. Okay. Um, you know, one point is that you know the girl the Sam Sam chick who owns who sorry not owns but who um, she has a radio show, but then her friends find out she has a white boyfriend, and then she's huh. trying to explain the white boyfriend to wow. her friends, and eventually, and I, I don't want to say too much because the show really does kind of fly by. All right, cool. And I can't say too much about the plot. So it's on. It's on, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. On Netflix. Okay. Right, it's on and, Netflix. and it just kicked off. Just, just debuted. 
cool. All right. About like yes, two days ago. What what's big? Uh, what else is big on TV? Anything else major right now that's yeah. happening? Um, I like the leftovers, but I don't think you'd like that. No, nobody. <laughs> don't talk about the leftovers. Right, right. It's a grad. Right, that's um <laughs> on HBO. Just, uh, oh yeah, yeah HBO. Yeah. Um, what, what about uh, on the music side? Anything? Um. You got the new Kendrick Lamar, right? Oh, Humble, right. That's big. Yeah, yeah. His um, the the damn album, yeah. Uh, debut number one. No, it's really good. Yeah, debut number one. Okay, yeah, almost about six hundred thousand copies. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that that is that that is expected to be the probably one of the albums of the year. That's probably just let that sit for a second. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. dominate for a while. Um, but yeah, I just um. Gorillas came out with a new album, little animated band group. They're back. That was from the nineties, right? They came out uh, in the nineties or two thousand, early two thousand. And nobody's ever well, has ever, did, didn't they? Uh, didn't they come out and and show themselves at one point? No, it's just it's not really like a it's not a real group. It's just the yeah. guy um, Damon Alburn from Blur okay. the band, and he's he's all, all the video yeah. stuff is is uh, is animated. And that's part. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. What else you got? Anything big? Anything else to to, to let us know about? Watch out for. When um, did, when does Guardian of the Galaxy come out? Because I got to go see that. Oh shoot! Well, let me look that up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's coming out soon. That's about to be released yeah. within the next couple of weeks. All right. Hey, hey! Before we leave, yeah. though, you can't hear it again. But oh, go ahead. Uh, you know, of go of course, and and I don't know people tuning in, jumping in, ran ran and Tut were not here. And I'm trying to figure out the reason why I tried to figure out why they weren't here. And then I heard this on, on a podcast and I'm going to play it again. Here we go. And oh, speaking of guys, uh, GP3, we've already called you out. And you we've have already not you responded. Not responded yeah, because they scurred. Talk to Charlie. All right. Regina but you let us know that you know you guys must be scared. Of you must be scared. So we're going to call you again. Swerve. What's that one? What's the guy that's probably really scared of me? Because I'll That's Robin Boom Boom Brown. Oh. Uh-huh. I will give this it to you. Right oh. You oh can goodness. get it. <laughs> you can get it. Wow. You know what? If Man. you want some, come get some. <laughs> wow. If you don't want none, Whatever. don't get none. Okay. Ran. Ran, I think it is Ran. Come on, Ran. What you want, Ran. boo? What you want, boo? Oh, oh my Lord. goodness, girl. Shut up. Flick it, flick it, one, two. Okay. In any way. So you so can't hear this, Millennial, because you you're out. But so I just really want to play. We got our guns cocked. We're ready. We're ready. And guys, you guys got to tune in for this. All right, I'm all right. All right, all right. I'm going to let them go. Hey man, I appreciate you covering for me. And no, uh fine. and uh Millennial uh have a, have a, everything. Yeah, man. Have have a great rest of your day. Uh Thanks. shout out to you Tut, too. shout out to Ram, and I didn't even say it, but let me let people know why we call G why we're called GP3 cuz I I missed I skipped over cuz you know, I think these ladies got them shook. They ain't got me shook. I'm ready to do the show. I'm doing shook. my thing. They shook. They shook. Everybody saying shook now. Everybody saying shook. Everybody saying shook. But, uh, right. you know, people, the reason uh, the show is called GP3, thing. no, it's not, man. It's been around. <laughs> uh, the reason um, uh, it's called GP3 is uh, we all went to Grove Park, graduated in 1977. Uh, I'm from North Avenue, Tut, uh, Charlotte Place, and Rand, Elizabeth Place. So that's why we call it GP3. All right. And, and hopefully these guys, upon hearing the ladies call them out, I don't know if they're coming back or not after that, but we'll see. We'll see. All right, Millennial, man, 
appreciate you. Have a great day. All right. And uh, and peace out, everybody. Appreciate you listening. Go check us out. Uh, go to castropolis.net, C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S.net. Look for us on SoundCloud. Look for us on uh-huh. iTunes. All the information is there. Hit us up, gp3rtt at gmail.com, gp3rtt at gmail.com. Send us some feedback. We out. Peace.